Welcome to this episode of Dad Podcast, the podcast where two regular dads sit down and discuss the challenges, the blessings, and extraordinary duty of being a dad in the modern age. Let's roll the podcast. Hello and welcome to the first episode of Dad Podcast. It's me, Joe Mann, and I'm here with Temba. How are you doing today? Always good, my good sir. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. So on the first uh, show that we're going to be doing, uh, we're just almost bringing like an origins kind of show so that you can yeah. get to know us. And then obviously we'll have an opportunity to get to know you as well through the comments and everything else that we do to interact. But uh, yeah, it's about introducing ourselves and why we are dads and how we actually got to earn that name uh, of being a dad. Because obviously there's there's a difference as well between being a dad and being a sperm donor. And we all know that, <laughs> yeah, if you're on Twitter, you know those things, right? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Twitter yeah, some people feel strongly about that. Eh? Like yeah. you, you ever meet a person and they say, yeah, yeah, he's not my father. He's not my dad. He's like, just a sperm donor. It's a yeah. real thing. Eh? No, look, it, and, and it is. And, and another thing that also like sort of gets to me as well is when people are like, oh, are you babysitting? And I'm like, no, uh, how can I babysit my my own, my, my, my own children? <laughs> I'm not babysitting. I'm just I'm just being a dad. And I yeah. think maybe then that's where, with those kind of experiences, that's where you see the difference between a dad and then someone who is just referred to as a sperm donor. Because when you look at it as just, oh, no, I'm just chilling with the kids or like, you know, or no, the missus isn't around and I'm alone with the kids. They're like, yo, how are you going to deal with that? <laughs> but, 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 but these are children and they're my children. And, yeah, so if I expect her to be able to deal with it, then surely I should also be able to deal with being alone with the kids for a day or like a weekend, you know? So, so, so let's start. Let's start there, like you say, uh, German. You've got what's what's your kid situation? What's uh, yeah? So my kid situation, I've got three kids. I've got uh, two girls who are older. Uh, they are eleven and twelve, and then one little boy who's just turned uh, well, yeah, one year and six months. Yeah, so he's he's still very small. And he's the Lad Lamaki. That's why, yeah. He's actually even got his own Instagram handle, Lad Lamaki. <laughs> you can check that and, out. Yeah, man. And you and uh, what's uh, the kid situation with, where you're involved? Yeah, so um, I think we, we, we'll we share a common space, a commonality in that my, my son's also, um, he's just over the one year mark, also about one, born in March, is that? Yeah, that's six? about, yeah, but one year, five months. So mine is turning six now in August and then, Yours will probably be one year, six months in September. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you'll, be the, right. you'll be the maths guy yeah, then, exactly. uh, on the podcast. So, yeah, I've got I've got a little Ben and then uh, we've got, we're expecting a little girl in December. Oh, okay. Uh, first week of December. So that will bring my, my count to two. And I think that's where I'm going to, I'm going to cap it off. You know, that's yeah. Look, I, I, I mean, I can't say I'd advise you to cap it off there because I've got three, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but just stop, stop, stop there. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> But, okay, so subtle, subtle <laughs> actually, I mean, I, I, and I think that I mean, I, I know we're, we're we're going around in different places here, but as we as we talk, something's pop into my head, and mm. and I think some of these things we have to discuss as men as well. How would you feel about a vasectomy? Having said that, dude, that you like, no, we're gonna cap it here. I don't want to anymore. Okay, so so I mean, yeah, like we 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 pre-discussed and planned where we were gonna go with this first discussion, but mm. we we're in this road now, so yeah. we're gonna stick it. <laughs> So the vasectomy thing, um, and maybe it kind of it, it has to do with how we how we got to where we are. And, uh, um, a lot of us plan things. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's not planned, that sort of thing. I think we'll get into that in a second. So, um, from my perspective or from our experience, Ben was planned. He was the first one, and then our second one was actually a pleasant surprise. We'll, we'll yeah. unpack that. 
Um, but we are at the point now where we're going, okay, um, <laughs> I don't need any more surprises. I mean, mm. listen, blessings are blessings, but yeah. uh, sometimes you can be too blessed in, in this economy. <laughs> so the conversation has crept up about the vasectomy, but it, uh, it's, it scares me, man. It's just it's having someone jiggle with your tackle. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. So as a man, like, even though you don't want any more kids, you mm. still like, it's got something to do with, my virility and my manliness just mm. to know that I can still make more, even though I don't want more and I'm not going to. It's the ability to, but I mean, yeah. then, then in the same breath, the missus comes with the, with the argument and she goes, well, I'm not going to go do it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you don't, you, I mean, she, she shouldn't have to go and like yeah. get tubes tied or anything. So I'm not saying who of us should go. I'm just saying I'm, I'm, I'm not running. <laughs> to go. You're not running towards <laughs> the urologist. Or neurologist, yeah. one of the two, ologist, what's an ologist I'm anyway. Top of ologist. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So, so what we did want to discuss was then, um, the firstborn and, mm. and how that happened. And, and in my case, uh, I mean, I was young. I, you know, well, not young compared to my parents because my, my mom had my old, my sister at 22. Yeah. And obviously in those days, that was pretty normal. But for me in the um, late 2010s, those vibes, I was only 26 years old. Uh, but there was something in me that felt my body clock was ticking. Like, you know, when you, you, you know, we, we go through certain stages in life when you're like in your <laughs> early twenties, everyone's graduating, mm. but, but not me. And then, uh, then you get to like 25, 26, everyone's getting married. And then 27, everyone's having babies. So I think that for me, that biological clock started ticking and, and that was, it was an unplanned plan kind of thing. It was like one of those, if it happens, it happens. And, yeah. and, I knew that there's no such thing as being ready for kids. So I was like, I'm just going to go gung-ho and let's see what, where it goes. Yeah. We were actually like that at one point. We're like, listen, we are as ready as we're ever going to be. Because mm. I think the truth is you're just, you're just never going to be yeah. ready, ready. Like there's no preparation you can do. Exactly. Even, even like <laughs> we had like nine months to prepare. Like this dude's coming. Yeah. When he got here after nine months and we studied, man. But <laughs> nothing. We nothing that we had learned applied. Yeah. So you, yeah, you're never going to be, you're never going to be a hundred percent ready, but being, being willing to embrace it, should it happen, I think is a good space to be in. Yeah. Look, I mean, and, and then with, with regards to the second one, I think for me as well, uh, that was also a bit of a surprise, uh, because mm. of what was going on at the time and how things were. Uh, so, I mean, I am divorced from the mom of my two girls and it was around about that time when things were not going well. And then that's, also another thing about like, you know, now what do you do when you, when you got troubles, but now it's like, I've got a second baby coming. And, and then, you know, so, I mean, I, I, I stuck around, I stuck around for the second little one, but she was uh, definitely a surprise, uh, a lot more less planned, but uh, still bringing us a lot more, a uh, lot, a lot more, but still bring us as much joy as, as, as having the first one who was planned, but because then I guess you are kind of ready and you're already doing it. So. Yeah, and it also came in quick succession, like yours as well. Yeah, so I think I think we we definitely wanted wanted uh, the first one, um, and it took a little bit longer than we expected. Got a little help on on that front. You're gonna um, need to recover properly for what you're gonna say about the second one. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely wanted the first one. <laughs> I'm watching your powers of recovery. Here. We definitely <laughs> planned the first one. I think is what we're saying. Um, and so, you, you know, and, and we're ready and waiting and ready and waiting. And yeah. then because we had to go through such a rigmarole for number one, yeah. we we're thinking, okay, we'll maybe have to go through a second sort of 
playbook kind yeah. of thing. So we'll get to that when when we get to that kind of thing. And then boom, number two was like, "Hey, I'm I'm coming in hot," and we're like, "But why did we struggle? Why was there so much like there was but, a lot of." You see, I think, I mean, I'm not a doctor or anything like that, no. but I think there's something to that when your state of mind and how you are, uh, because like you said, when you're trying, that's the way that you are. And then, you, you know, your body is tense and, and you're thinking about doing this. Now, the second time around, when you weren't even trying, that's when it happened so much easier when you actually just relaxed and concentrating on other things. So. Yeah, I, I don't know what life lessons are in there, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm sure you, I'm, I'm sure you guys will find one and and be able to see something about like you know if you if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, yeah. and you know if it's not happening right now, focus on other things and boom, it'll happen. I think that's a crazy thing is we we learned. Um, I mean, I just thought it was a simple equation, uh, children, and and for some it works like that. Um, and then sometimes you got to put in a little bit of work. And there's there's a lot of people though. There's a lot more people that I'm meeting on a daily basis that have to put in, that have to go and see like a fertility clinic or something like that yeah. to get, um, to, you know, to have kids and stuff. And I was, I, I, I just thought it was like 1% of the population, but it's quite a common, it's quite a common thing. And then the weird part is like, we went through that whole thing and then boom, turns out once we'd gone through it once, it's like the body is all new. Like, oh yeah. We got this. Well, I suppose, um, I mean, maybe it's like a, a planting and gardening sort of a, uh, like analogy, where it's like, you know, you fertilize the ground clearly. <laughs> and, and you know, when you planted the first seed, it grew, but then, you know, clearly there were nutrients that were still there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in, in the ground. And then when you, you know, you kind of just threw away the <laughs> apple and you're like, ah, okay, <laughs> nothing's going to happen here. <laughs> We've segued all the way down the road. But yeah, so now you're in the position, you've got another little one coming. Yeah. I mean, no, no, I've no, got a little yeah, one coming. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm crossing our lines there. <laughs> I, I, I don't so, have one coming. There's something we need to talk about. <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, I, I've got a lot, Lamiki, and, and it's been an interesting journey. Um, I think firstly, because he's a boy, and I think we'll touch on this another time as well, because of having had two girls before mm. and me also trying not to be different with him than I was with them. But obviously the experiences will always be different anyway. But like I said, I'll unpack that at another stage. But it's, it's, yeah, it's just been interesting because now I'm an older dad. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Now, before when I was in my, in my uh, late twenties, I was like, you know, running around and things like that. And now I'm like, I'm now starting to count the years and looking at retirement plans and thinking, shit, uh, I'm 39 now. Carry he, the one. If he doesn't finish varsity at exactly 21, I could be <laughs> close to retirement. And then what's going to happen? So, yeah. So, I mean, those are the, those are the kind of things that now I have to like start thinking about. Yeah. But, but yeah, but it's definitely been a great pleasure watching him grow because I think I'm more grounded in myself now. So I'm, I'm able to be more there for him because of where I am and because of who I am now, having gone through all the stuff that happened, you know? Yeah. I think that's, that's a tough thing about being a, a modern dad is I suppose the, the dads of yesteryear, everything was set in place. Every, everybody knew their role. Yeah. Dad, you go in the money, you come back, children bring your tea and coffee. The, yeah. You know, kids are to be seen and not heard, blah, blah, yeah, blah. And, and sent around basically. Mm, and like given chores and like to keep them busy and out of your way. And, and I think that's, that's a crazy thing that no one's 
actually had an opportunity to talk about on, on any platforms is to go, the modern dad is, is a different beast. Eh? I mean, yeah. you, you're the dad who does drop offs and collections or like, yeah. like you say, babysitting your own kids. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. I mean, for me now I'm the primary caregiver of the, of the two girls who are the bigger girls. And, and like you say, back in the days, it didn't happen often. Yeah. You know what I mean? So those are things that we have to unpack and talk about and, and learn from each other as well about uh, what it means to be a modern dad. But I mean, having said that, I guess it also goes back to our relationships with our dads. And, and that's something that I actually wanted to ask you about in terms of what's your relationship with your dad like. And I mean, I guess with me, people are like, Joe, man, that can't be your real name. And it's not. <laughs> you're, you're right. Surprise, surprise. It's not my real name. But with you, uh, you know, what's your surname and what's your story with regards to parenting and your dad and stuff like that? Yeah, so I think it's it's very different because um, I was adopted. So um, the first few years of my life were very like all over the place kind of thing. And then when when I was three, I actually settled into a family, um, and that's that's my family, you know. Yeah. Um, and so it's 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 strange in in the sense that I don't feel any different. But I mean, I don't. It's not like you live two lives and you get to compare the two. Yeah. Um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I've only had this one life, and and I've enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, my, my my relationship with my dad is is a crazy one. So my dad's um a lot of a lot of who I am today, despite the fact that we're not biologically related, a yeah. lot of the character that I am today is from my like my dad's sense of humor and okay. um that sort of thing. So, you know, we we love laughing. I think our relationship is bounded on the fact that we look for the humor in life and we look for funny in life kind of thing. Yeah. So so that's that. Um I think one thing that's very different between my father and myself or my my relationship with my dad versus other kids is like, I know some kids are like, they had, they had fun dad. And then they had like staunch dad who like, yeah, like, you know, do the school thing and blah, blah, blah. And it's not to say my dad wasn't like that, but he was, he was like the friend and he gave us guidance and that sort of thing. But he was like, you know, do, do your own thing kind of thing. Yeah. Um, which I think is, you see, like as a modern style of parenting, it's, it's coming up more. You let the kids make their decisions and stuff. And I, I, I don't know. It's not a criticism of any kind because, I mean, I've, I've got to raise a kid for myself now and I don't yeah. know how I'm going to do it, to be honest. <laughs> you still have to figure it out, yeah. But, um, yeah, I think, like, my dad and I have a great relationship in a, in a friend sense, in a, in a bond sense like that. But uh, maybe, maybe from a, a staunch guidance point of view they, they could have been a little bit more there yeah. but yeah i mean it's it's weird having a german surname being a black guy in south africa <laughs> but <laughs> yeah these are the tales we tell eh? no for sure and look i mean i mean when you when you talk about that and look my dad was born in in 1940 yeah so uh that that should tell you a lot i mean he's he was 10 years older than my mom and i mean you know he basically not that he was at World War Two, but I mean, he was he was right. born when World War Two was happening, and that just kind of gives you an idea of like the age gap between us. Yeah. And and so when I look at my dad now, he was always like the the strong, silent type, and but like you know, so he's always there for us. He was always very dependable, and we he'd pick me up from socials or from school things or whenever I needed like new cricket gear or whatever. He'd always be there to be, to to get the stuff. But when when it comes to like affection and things like that. I think we struggled a lot with that. And like I said, because of, I guess, his age and from whence he came, uh, people didn't have those kinds of, 
you know, they didn't have that kind of affectionate nature towards each other, you know? So mm. even at the end, like, you know, it would be weird. Like, do I hug my dad or do we, this would be weird. <laughs> like, do we hug, do we have a handshake and, you mm. know, and, but, but yeah, I mean, I appreciated who he was to me and, 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 and he definitely was different, I guess, with us than he was with his friends. And I think I'm also, I think I'm picking that up a lot with myself as well, that like, if you see, my friends, they'll tell you, ah, he's the joker. He's always like, you know, talking shit when we're doing whatever, whatever, you know. But with the kids, I then always have to be like the staunch one because now as the primary caregiver who's living with the older ones, especially, I have, I feel like I have to be the one who like kind of puts them in line and make sure that they do their homework and they oh. do this and they don't get into trouble and whatever. And, and I think sometimes it's a bit heavy on me, uh, because I'm like, then I watch them like with uh, with their stepmom and they have so much fun and and she's able to be so free with them. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, shit, you know, I wish I could have, I, I wish I could let go a lot more. And I don't know if that's maybe also got a lot to do with the relationship that I had with my dad that, you know, it's not easy to be that free and that affectionate or playful when it comes to kids, when you must be the disciplinarian as well. I think I'm the fun one and then my wife's <laughs> the <stuff laughs> one. Yeah, you know, um, and Look, he's only just passed the one year mark. So it's not like you have to be reprimanding too much, but I, yeah. I'm quite interested to see where, how that develops. Cause I, I love being the fun one, but I also yeah. do like things particular in particular ways. And that's like a side of me that's developing. So, um, it's an interesting thing to, to think of. And look, I mean, and like we said, I mean, those, are, and those are the kinds of things that shape the kind of parents we are by either saying, um, because I experienced this and I can see how it's affecting me, I need to kind of tweak it and change it a little bit and say, you know what, I need to be a little bit more affectionate. Because sometimes, you know, the girls will come and they'll be like, oh, God, Papa, can I have a kiss? And I'll be like, aren't you too old to be kissing your dad? <laughs> and, <laughs> and But then after I'll be like, actually, let me just, fuck, let me let go, man. These are, mm. these are your kids and just give them hugs and kisses and stuff. So I'm trying a lot to to be able to be a lot more free I think because now also they've kind of lived with me for a while. So I'm hoping that some of the discipline stuff that I've been pounding there has, has kind of landed. So I can actually now be getting to being like, okay, now my dad's chilled and I can actually talk to him about stuff, which is, yeah. which is important. I mean, that's obviously the stage that I'm at with the girls, you know? It's almost like you got to lay a foundation and once everyone's agreed and happy with it, then you can start having fun. Yeah. But if, if you're still having to say the same things over and over, you'll never get a chance to, ease up because you're like hey yeah to be the fun one you gotta do this you gotta yeah. do this when i come home every day it's always like have you guys done your homework ah oh, and then you haven't done your homework and you got a demerit and this and this and then it's like ah oh, now i'm already in a bad mood i'm like ah <laughs> and then and, and then, then you blame the kids because you're like hey look what you look what you're turning me into i've got <laughs> i'm the now i'm the grinch but yeah <laughs> yeah man so oh look i mean i, I feel like we've uh we've covered quite a lot today uh there's a lot more that we can talk about and a lot more that we probably need to listen back to in terms of where we branched off and remember that we we actually said we're going to come back to these things later but it's been it's been a, f a fun uh, first uh, dad podcast 
And uh, yeah, hopefully you're going to be able to join us for the next ones and also contribute and uh, tell us where you've gone wrong and where you've gone right and what you think about the podcast, most importantly. Yeah, so let us know if if you're if you're a planned dad, an unplanned dad, how you're enjoying <laughs> your journey so far. And uh, I think most, most interestingly, I'd love to know who is the disciplinarian in yeah. your house. Who's the fun parent? Who's the disciplinarian? Yeah. Awesome. So from my side, Timber. And from me, Joe Man. We'll see you in the next episode. Cheers. That's all for now. Thanks for tuning in to yet another episode of the Dad Podcast. And if you'd like to get hold of us, share your thoughts, or maybe be a guest on an upcoming episode, all you got to do is email us at dadbodcastza at gmail.com. See you in the next one.